Hello, you're listening to the Washington Weekly Review. I'm the Southeast Iowa Union's Kaylin McCain. It's the week of July 2nd, 2022. Our local stories this week feature street ordinances, broadband grants, and a fine-free library. But first, the big picture. Senator Chuck Grassley visited Mount Pleasant this week, one of many stops on his 99-county tour. What I hear at most of my county meetings would be three things. One would be the cost of living. The second thing kind of connected to the first one is the price of gasoline. And the third one is that there's no enforcement of immigration at the border. Grassley said he was holding out hope for bipartisanship in some key areas. I think there's possibilities to get together a lot. I'll give you three areas I'm working in. One would be the widen Grassley bill. That's a bipartisan bill to get prescription drug prices down. One would be the Klobuchar Grassley bill to take on big tech, particularly Amazon and Google, because they uh, they preface their products above small business people using their platforms. Then the third one would be something that's pretty narrow, but it affects thousands of people that would help cattle feeders uh, in, in the Midwest. That's in the United States Senate, where you almost have to have bipartisan cooperation, because when you have to have 60 votes to stop debate, or otherwise you never vote on a bill, and you got 50-50, you got to have bipartisanship or nothing is done. So the institution drives bipartisanship. Now that doesn't mean that we get together enough, but in the House of Representatives, it doesn't matter whether you have a Republican majority or a Democrat majority. As long as the majority sticks together, you can ignore the minority. That's the big picture. Stay tuned for the local news after the break. Todd Hahn Construction is an award-winning custom home builder with a 28-year history in the greater Iowa City area. Hahn's goal is to build you the finest quality custom home while providing you with a positive experience along the way. It's one of the many reasons they've been named the Iowa City Area Home Builder of the Year time and time again. A custom home is more than just a house. It's the culmination of a dream and years of hard work. Todd Hahn Construction makes that dream come true by always putting you, the customer, first. For more information, go to ToddHahnConstruction.com. That's T-O-D-D-H-A-H-N Construction.com. The City of Washington is considering a number of changes to street and parking ordinances. Police Chief Jim Lester said the changes were recommended by a committee of city officials. We had a meeting in March and I believe again in mid-April. We went through those and took a look at the maps to uh, put the draft together and we came up with uh, with this. These were put together based on, I believe, what the, the committee felt as things that would be safe, make things you know safer for the community, as well as to help uh, maintenance and construction with the ease of street maintenance, snow clearing, and as well as our emergency responses. We've had some uh, uh, medical calls and emergency responses to those neighborhoods and with vehicles parked on both sides of the streets. It was uh, pretty narrow in some of those locations. Mayor Jaron Rosine urged council members to proceed with caution before moving to codify proposals. An action can be a reaction and there can be unintended consequences for well-intended solutions. And as we address some problems, I want council to keep in mind 
as we look at this, like what other problems could be created? Or are there any problems that could be created? Or does this really solve the majority of the problems? One recurring theme is a balance between safety concerns. While street parking deters speeding, it creates blind spots and can block emergency vehicles. Councilmember Elaine Moore said the city shouldn't use street parking as traffic control. If we were going to use cars as, uh, as uh, speed bumps, we have many streets here in town that we could add that people speed on. We can't judge our parking as slowing people down. We have to think about this as safety. Um, we have a lot more families with young kids on this, on the, on the street. Kids, when the cars are parked on both sides, kids dart out. People can't see, and it is a problem. Broadband providers met for a work session with Washington County Supervisors late last week. Natel Broadband founder and president Mike Schill pitched a wireless option to reach underserved areas in the county. He said the project would leverage state dollars that have already been committed. We applied for it, got grant funding to put in a broadband system across a pretty large area of uh, mainly Henry Jefferson, Washington, Keokuk, and on into some of the other neighboring counties. The basic model is fiber to the tower and then the last mile uh, done with fixed wireless broadband, trying to do fiber for a, a low population density area becomes a little less uh, practical and, and costly. So the cost per, per home passed is, is quite a bit less. It, it's not an inexpensive platform. We've been looking for a solution like this for a long time, but as a you know, relatively small family-run company, we are you know, tricky to, to afford it. Others were more skeptical. Sharon Telephone Company General Manager Scott Havel said the plan would interfere with wireless networks already in the area. You have, you have providers providing, let's just say they're providing 25 meg today. If you introduce another provider that's going to battle for that same space, those customers today that are getting 25 might get 20, or it might get 15, or it might be sporadic. It's just like a highway. The more cars you put in that limited space, the more congested it gets. If you're the only ones on an interstate, you're going down the road, everything's good. Well, if it's a Hawkeye football game and you're going down the interstate, it's a different deal. It's kind of that same concept. Farmtel wireless manager Sterling Rex said the system would go obsolete in a matter of time. It's fiber super expensive, but it's pretty future-proof. I mean, one gig today, ten gig tomorrow. I mean, it's, you don't have to replace anything but the electronics. KCTC manager Casey Peck said tax revenue and jobs from local businesses justified consideration for the funding. Natel, in contrast, is based in Fairfield. I have two brick-and-mortar businesses in your county. We paid a lot of tax dollars into this county so that you could do a lot of things, given lots to your county in many different ways. I feel a little bit frustrated, to be frank about it, that somebody that is not in your county, has never put dollars into your county, would have the opportunity to come in and get $150,000 the Kelowna Public Library announced Friday that they plan to go fine-free for overdue books, making it the 16th institution in the state to do so. Library Director Trevor Sherping said the move would help the community. Every overdue fine that is previously accrued will be forgiven. Currently, 618 patron accounts are suspended simply because of outstanding overdue fines. That's 618 people who can't use the library. The library is not does not exist to make money. Our primary mission is to promote access 
for all sorts of information for anyone who needs it. By eliminating fines, we allow every single person in the community to come back into the library and create a much more inclusive space. Sherping said he didn't expect the library to experience any fiscal trouble from the change. So overdue fines are often believed to be far more crucial, far more important to the library's fiscal health than is actually the case. Our last fiscal year, we took in only $581 in overdue fines. That is 0.22% of our budget, and that makes it a pretty easy decision. We are lucky enough to have the support of the Kelowna Public Library Foundation, which is going to be offsetting that small uh, revenue decrease. Eliminating overdue fines in almost no way impacts the uh, financial health of our institution. The library is keeping other incentives in place to return books on time. The truth is that we always run into that issue, whether or not we have overdue fines or not. Uh, Everything is still going to have a due date, just like normal. We will be asking, obviously, that patrons are responsible users of the library and return materials so that other community members can have access to the same materials that they did. But we will have a limit on the number of overdue materials that you can have at once. If a patron has 10 or more materials that are overdue, their account will be suspended until they bring the materials back. That's the local news. Stick around for the best news I've heard all week, right after this. This week's show is brought to you by Cafe Dodici. Stop by and enjoy a stylish dining room decorated with art from around the world, or have a meal on the European-style patio. Dodici's serves lunch and dinner Wednesday through Saturday, or you can come in for Sunday brunch. Dodici's offers new specials every week. The value meal features a three-part lunch special for just $12.12, and the blue plate is a three-course dinner special for just $21.12. You can double up your savings on Thursday nights with half-off bottles of wine. Treat your senses to a gourmet meal, complete with craft cocktails, fine wines, and richly decorated ambiance, all with a view of Washington's beautiful downtown. You don't need a plane ticket to savor Italian food and award-winning cuisine. And now, the best news I've heard all week. Forty years after it was abandoned as a place of worship, the Ainsworth North Church has been converted into a theater space. Alan Alsup was a leading volunteer in the effort. He said the space offered versatility not found elsewhere in the area. Some of the people that have joined these three groups, because they've come in and seen this space, been, this is what they've been waiting for. This has been, one said, this is my dream. Another said, this is what theater should be. It should be intimate like this, in a space like this. Another person said, there's no place around that does theater in the round or three-quarter. Pastor Jason Collier said he was happy to see the building put to good use again. We're, we're super excited to partner with uh, Alan and um, creating just, just the opportunity to uh, uh, allow people to come in and uh, uh, just just unlock their potential through theater. Uh, he's created uh, just an uh, amazing space with our um, uh, our sanctuary that we no longer use. So we're just thankful that uh, he's able to use that space. Um, and uh, he's created just a beautiful theater environment. 
Thanks for tuning in. This podcast is property of the Southeast Iowa Union, which is owned by the Gazette. If you want to support the show, call us for an ad read at 319-653-2191. You can support the show for free by sharing it with someone, so please do that. A bigger audience helps us bring in advertisers, so it really does help a lot. That's all for now. This has been the Washington Weekly Review, and I have been Kalen McCain. Stay safe out there, and have a happy 4th of July. Bye.